This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. Today's podcast episode is going to be slightly different. Now, you know, I usually have my content more so focused around nutrition, training, mindset, but I really feel like all of you guys are my friends and it feels odd not to update you on what's kind of going on in my life at the moment because my life has done a complete 180 And to be honest with you, it has been an incredibly difficult time the past four weeks. And throughout the past four weeks, I have also learned a lot about myself and about the situation that I'm in. And I really feel like it might be helpful to you guys. This podcast episode is very raw and honest. I'm feeling very emotional today. Um... And usually I'm a very positive person. I love life and I I absolutely still do love life, but it has been very testing. Um, It's hard to show up, especially on social media, when all you want to do is really hide in bed all day. So before I get into all of that, I guess I should kind of explain what's been going on. So I... um, I have been married since the age of 19. I had met my husband when I was 16, um, my first proper boyfriend, my first relationship, and obviously have been with him for half of my life, which is a long time, and we have little Sunny together. Unfortunately, the relationship has broken down and um, we are divorcing, which is... um, sad obviously Um, and this podcast is not going to be about my partner none of the details about our relationship I have nothing but good to say about him I respect him he is the father of my son and I truly do want the best for him but what this podcast is going to be about is really the journey that I've been on recently and what I have learned in hopes that maybe some of the lessons that I'm learning right now, you guys can take something from, or maybe you just don't feel so alone because life is hard. And I guess like kind of similar to a fitness journey, there are peaks and troughs and sometimes you can feel on top of the world. And then sometimes you can feel like the world is crushing you. And we all go through times like that in our life. And what's been really helpful for me is just thinking about this as, literally the seasons like we have autumn winter spring summer and for me this is a winter and maybe you're going through your own winter at the moment we can't change the season but we know that the season is going to end and what we have to do is just ride it out because spring will come and new life will come new opportunities will come but we just need to hold on during this really difficult part but the kind of the cool thing is is that through the winters that's when a lot of the lessons are learned through the hardships. We learn about ourselves, we become more resilient, and we kind of have this opportunity to build a new life, which is scary because you're letting go of everything you've known. But it's also very exciting because you don't know what the future will hold and the possibilities that are there for you. 
I found it very difficult to do what I normally do. So my responsibilities as a business owner, it's been hard to show up as a business owner, as a leader. It's been very hard to show up on social media. I don't want to create any content. I don't even feel like I have any creativity in me to do that. And so it's been very difficult because when you're going through something, the world doesn't stop and your life doesn't stop. It still continues and you've got to just push through it. I guess it's been a good distraction for me um, that I've made myself kind of do as much as I possibly can. But at the same time, I felt very guilty for like not giving things 100 percent. And I'm a very hard worker and I set myself quite high standards for my work and I just haven't been able to reach them. It's almost been a bit of survival mode and this has been a really good lesson as well and I'm, I hope this is a lesson for you guys that sometimes like you're 100% is going to actually look like 40% and you can feel like you compare yourself to maybe like two months ago when you're 100% looks so different but you can't do that. Because in different seasons, once again, what your 100% looks like is going to change. And if you're constantly comparing what you think you should be doing to a time in your life, maybe when things are much easier, you're just going to feel like a failure and you're going to feel like you're not doing enough. And that's really just not helpful at all. So I've kind of jotted down six things that I've learned in the past couple of months that have been really insightful for me. And I kind of am still learning these things. I'm in the process of even just becoming aware of these ideas or things that I'm learning about myself that I didn't even know about. And I feel like I'm a very self-aware person, but it's kind of crazy when your world crumbles, how much self-reflection you need to do and how you realize, hey, like maybe I don't know myself the way that I think I know myself. And so it's forced me to look at kind of, who I am and why I do what I do and reassess that. So here we go. I'll start off with number one. Number one is your new life is going to cost you your old one. Your new life is going to look different to the life that you have led before. And this is almost very similar as well to any kind of fitness journey. I know a lot of you that are listening have been stuck in this horrid cycle of dieting and under consuming. And I know you want to get yourself out of that. But what that means is that you almost need to grieve that life that you lived in order to change and to create a new life for yourself. You can't hold on to what life was before because it's no longer that. Or if you've made the decision that you don't want to live that way anymore, you can't still have kind of like your foot in, one foot in and one foot out. It just doesn't work that way because you're not committed to either, I guess, like avenue that you're wanting to take in order to move on and to make the most of the, the new situation you're in or the new life that you want, you need to go completely all in. And it's okay to grieve what you had, but you can't try to hold on to it. You will need to let go of what you knew, what was familiar to you and lean in to what is going to elevate you to achieve whatever it is you're wanting to achieve and the new life that you're going to build for yourself. Okay, my second point has been the biggest revelation and that is I have realized I am a people pleaser. Now, I never, ever, ever identified as a people pleaser. In fact, I kind of thought I was the opposite. I always thought I was a very selfish person and this is due to the fact that I guess certain relationships in my life led me to believe that 
when in fact maybe those relationships were quite toxic and emotionally manipulative. And in order for certain people to keep me in a box or to keep me um, making decisions that they were happy with, it was almost, I guess, this brainwashing of telling me that I was selfish if I tried to make my own decisions. Now, this has been a massive revelation to me. Like I said, I'm still processing it because I'm actually starting to see maybe how in certain relationships I have been manipulated. And I'm actually not even specifically talking about uh, my ex, but it's just other relationships in my life. And it has been really hard to come to terms with because I had internalized a lot of this self-belief that I'd been told that I was a selfish person. And what I'm learning is that making decisions for myself that serve me is actually not selfish because in order for me to actually benefit the lives of others, I need to be happy and I need to be in a place where I'm happy with the decisions that I've made and I'm trying not to get emotional here, but um, I feel like I've wasted so much of my life and the decisions that I've made in my life were purely because I felt like I had to make them or people had made them for me. And if I was to go against that, I would disappoint them. And then what does that mean if I disappoint them? Will they love me? Will they abandon me? And that's probably the thought process. And so having to let go of certain relationships because of this has been incredibly difficult. It's been very isolating. It's been very scary and it's been very lonely, but I can't continue to live my life like that. And if there are certain people in my life that don't respect me as a person and don't want me to be happy, they want me to to make decisions that maybe make them happy, then I can't have them in my life and they are not serving me. This is something I'm definitely working through and processing. I'm not a people pleaser in every aspect of my life, but I've realized in some some relationships in particular, I'm absolutely just want to make people happy, even at the expense of my own happiness. And I've sacrificed a lot in my life. I've sacrificed my mental health. I've sacrificed just being happy and living the life that I want to please other people and that's really left me nowhere and I I know this is a very common thing and a lot of you listening would resonate with this and it's very hard to pull away from it because a lot of your value and the love that you think you're going to receive is coming from validation from others in that if they're happy with you if you don't disappoint them that they will love you and they'll accept you and the truth is is that maybe they will but how shallow is that and at what expense do you live do you live a miserable life because you're too scared to disappoint other people that's no way to live however i know it's easier said than done and i'm certainly working through this at the moment but it's kind of been really freeing to understand oh like i can make my own decisions i can say no to people like i can actually say no and maybe they won't love me but then did they really love me to begin with if everything our relationship was built on them controlling my decisions well probably not and I don't want those people in my life and letting go of that has been hard but also it's exciting to see that I can carve my own life I can make my own decisions I can set boundaries and I can teach people what those boundaries are and if they respect those boundaries they're the kind of people I want in my life and if they don't respect those boundaries then maybe they don't deserve to be in my life Okay, point number three, sometimes you change and that's okay. What I have realized is that 
I have changed. I changed quite some time ago and I kind of viewed that as that being a problem with myself. So me no longer aligning with the values of the people around me and me reflecting back on that on myself and thinking, oh, like what's wrong with me? Why am I acting this way? I need to fit this mold of what these people want for me. And it only dawned on me recently that, oh, I think I've just evolved. I think I've grown and maybe outgrown these people in my life. And that's okay. That's actually not a problem. That's not my fault. That just means that maybe these relationships have come to an end and that's okay. And in order for me to stay in that relationship, I needed to stay a a different version of myself, which never makes you happy. And so understanding that just because you're no longer the person that you were doesn't mean that's a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you don't have the right to change and to evolve. You absolutely do. And that's what life's about. You want to. You want to be able to change. You want to learn new things. You want to know more about yourself. You want to experience life. You want to achieve new things. And sometimes that means that your circle changes and that's all right. There's nothing wrong with those people. It just means you've outgrown each other and you're on different paths. And instead of, I guess, making that something that I thought negatively about myself, like I needed to change to suit them, I've had to come to the realization that I'm just a different person and I'm a better person now. And that's nobody's fault. It's not their fault and it's not my fault. Point number four has been a huge one and that is... I'm trying to learn to trust my own decisions. Now, what's really funny is that I'm kind of like this hard-ass businesswoman that can make decisions for myself, that steps into my masculine quite regularly. And I can do that in certain aspects of my life. But what I have learned is that in other aspects of my life, usually my relationships, is that I don't know what I want. Or maybe I do know what I want. But I've been, and going back to the people pleaser thing, maybe I've been told that what I want isn't the right thing for me. Now, moving away and having to make my own decisions for myself, I'm starting to understand that I need to back myself. And I second guess myself all the time, like the decisions that I'm making and whether I'm doing the right thing, whether I'm doing the wrong thing. And I have to go back to what feels right for me. What decision do I want? Not taking into account what other people will feel. And it does tie in quite a lot to the people pleaser where the decisions that I'm making aren't necessarily the decisions I want, but the decisions I know other people want and that won't let other people down. And that comes down to not really trusting myself and not trusting what's best for me and even what's best for those other people. I am more so motivated by not hurting them. And then what that means is that I I definitely don't feel confident in the decisions that I'm making. What's been really cool is I've, I've had to challenge that. I've had to think about what I want and back myself. I'm very intuitive and I know that the majority of us, if we if we really listen to ourselves and our gut, we know what we want. But there are all these other voices that can influence that, that could then put doubt in our mind and we can second guess the decisions that we make, thinking maybe they're not the right decisions, but deep down we know they are. And it needs to get uncomfortable because you're going to disappoint other people. But ultimately, if you stay true to yourself, you're going to become a better person and you're going to become a better person for those around you. Okay, point number five, learn to be okay with being alone. Now, this is funny because I've always felt like I've been a very independent person and I like my own company, which I do. 
But when I think about it, I've always been in a relationship. So even though I like my alone time, I've always known there's somebody there. I've always got someone in my corner there just in case. And now I don't have that. And so that alone time can feel very isolating and very lonely. And this has been challenging because I know that I need to feel okay with being on my own and not having somebody there. I think in relationships, sometimes we can become too reliant on other people. We want someone there so we don't need to sit with our own thoughts. We don't need to sit with our own insecurities. But I think what's been such an amazing blessing is that although it feels incredibly uncomfortable and incredibly hard, it's forcing me to get to know myself better and to sit in the uncomfortable because I know what that's going to do is allow me to overcome whatever it is I'm going through. And to be able to be alone and be okay is a very, very, very powerful tool. Otherwise, all you end up doing is seeking relationships to mask the loneliness or to mask the fact that you don't want to sit in the uncomfortable and it's a distraction and what happens is is you never actually reach your full potential you never become okay with who you are because you're constantly trying to find other people to validate you to fill voids where you have voids in your heart whatever that looks like and that's just not healthy so this has been really challenging for me although I feel like I'm independent I've realized that It is so isolating. It is so scary not having that person there. But I know I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to love being alone. (laughs) I'm going to love feeling like I don't need somebody. And I think for me, just being in a long-term relationship for so long, it's just a massive adjustment. And it is scary. But as we all know, the most amazing growth happens outside of our comfort zone. Okay, the lucky last point is lean into the unknown. (sighs) sorry I keep breathing really deeply and that's because I feel so emotional I'm trying to like hold back from crying but I know this point applies to so many of you it's got nothing to do with a relationship breakdown but it's taking any leap of faith into the unknown changing any aspects of your life things aren't guaranteed we don't have a crystal ball we have no idea what the future holds or what our decisions are going to result in and that is terrifying I'm there with you but the amazing thing is it is also an opportunity to completely change your life to start again to redefine who you are to figure out what you want fear is funny I mean your brain will always try to keep you safe and what it sees change is is a threat and so that's why we feel fear whenever we decide to make a change but remember our feelings and our thoughts are not facts and we cannot stay stuck because we are too scared to change we need to lean into that to accept that it's going to feel uncomfortable it's going to feel terrifying but hey Let's look at the positive here because you have the biggest opportunity to recreate your life, to change the narrative in your mind, to change the direction of your life. And what an incredible opportunity. Lean into that. Hold on with both hands and just put like your, say, pedal to the, no wait, pedal to the metal, metal to the pedal. I don't know. Put your foot on the accelerator. You know what I'm talking about. And just go all in, go all in and accept the good and accept the bad. If you're scared right now to make any kind of a change, I want you to know I'm there with you. I am terrified. I am so scared. I have no idea, not even what tomorrow holds. 
but I'm going to choose to view this as an opportunity to recreate, to figure out what I want, to be a happier person, to achieve more, to touch the lives of other people, to leave a bigger legacy. And that's exactly the opportunity you have. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I know it was a little bit different to normal. Please let me know if you did enjoy it. I can do more of these. I don't mind opening up and being vulnerable. It is a little bit scary, but I, like I said, I truly feel like you're all my family and my friends. And I feel like how on earth can I not update you with how I'm feeling with such a massive life change? I just want to keep you all in the loop. And once again, it's actually Thanksgiving when I'm recording this podcast episode. And I'm so incredibly thankful to every single one of you for your support for anyone that's left a rating and review for the podcast it just listens or sends me a dm you know you are what makes me continue to do what I do I always have self-doubt as all of us do I feel very I guess I feel very aligned with what I do and I know that my purpose is to better the lives of women to get them to treat their bodies better to have more positive internal talk and to just live happier lives, but I, I still doubt myself. And when I hear from you guys, it just kind of reinforces like, oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. This is the path that I'm on and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I love you all so much. Thank you so much for all of your support. And uh, I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. Big love, Coach Tash.